Welcome back to the Lake to Lake podcast. I'm your host, Grant LaFleche. On Saturday, more than 200 Niagara women joined millions of others in the United States and around the world in marches to protest United States President Donald Trump and his politics. The local march, organized by the YWCA, started at St. Catherine City Hall and ended at the offices of St. Catherine's MP Chris Biddle, where the women held a rally. So here now are some of the voices of Niagara's Women's March on Washington. As I've said many times before, representation matters, right? And so you see the leader of a country who can behave in the ways that he's behaved and said the things that he's said, and it gives license to other people to behave that way. So we have this, we have similar issues again out of the conservative leadership race, right, where some of those candidates are saying some of those same things with respect to xenophobia and racism and, and those sorts of messages. So I think it's important that we, that we stand in solidarity with our sisters in the United States um, and also hopefully deliver the message that we're going to do our best to make sure it doesn't happen here. I just think it's so empowering that all these women and men came together to just celebrate, you know, the unity that we are even in this hard time that America is facing. I'm going into political science, so I was very involved and very, you know, <laughs> very aware of what was going on, and I was, I was kind of crushed in realizing uh, some of the facts that led to the election of Donald Trump, even despite all of these horrendous things that he has done, and the fact that he was able to rise to the power um, because people were fed up with a changing world and fed up with the fact that a woman might be president or couldn't understand that, and. Coming here today felt like something I really needed to do, felt like a piece of history that people needed to be involved with and that I could look back on and know that I did my part to try and make an impact. And you? Uh, I'm actually American. You're American? Oh, okay. <laughs> and Canadian. So. I, live, I live here, but, um, but my family's from Louisiana. Okay. So... Were you here for the duration of the campaign Yes, then? yeah, I've lived here most of my life, but, but like I went to um, visit my family in New Orleans uh, over Christmas break. and. Um, the election was a hot topic for debate, and when your family is Republican and Southern, it's difficult to talk to them about it because as a Canadian, they don't respect your opinion, and as a millennial, they don't respect your opinion, and you know that's even coming from women. So it's like really important to me to like make sure that you know women aren't going to continue to feel that way about themselves. It's hard because like even even like my immediate family, like my dad lives in Canada, and he's like full-blown Trump supporter so that's hard to see because like you know Trump says things like in a grabbing inappropriate parts of women without yes. their permission and when you your father is someone who supports that and who doesn't you know dispute that and then doesn't see anything wrong with that that makes you question where you came from and and whether or not those relationships are ones that you want to have in the future when you have to go on and defend your rights as a young adult. Well, I'm thinking of the American slogan, but it, it pertains to worldwide life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And he was taking away all of that. He was attacking on the lowest levels. He's attacking as far as education, as far as, as, far as gays, as far as women's rights, which is basically human rights. And I still have family in the States, and that's affecting not just my daughter, but my granddaughter, and, and I can't have that happen again. This is my daughter, Bethany Meisner. Hi, Bethany. And how old is Bethany? How old are you? Five. Five. So, Bethany, why are you here today? Because it's for girls. Because it's for girls, and what about girls? Girls are? 
Strong. Strong, right. So when you saw the rhetoric of the presidential campaign and the things that President Trump said, um, how do you explain that to a five-year-old? So I don't really, to be honest with you. I focus purely on positive messaging, which is things like girls are strong, girls can be anything they want to be, girls are important, just like everybody's important, no matter who you are. And, and I asked her today if she wanted to make a sign. She wanted to. I asked her what she wanted to say. She was back and forth between girl power and girls rock. <laughs> and so I just have to follow my instinct and, and that's what it is. More than anything, the fact that his rhetoric gained support was the scary part. It wasn't what he was saying, but rather the fact that he was being supported when saying it and it kind of brought out an ugly side of society. Right. But at the same time, it brought good because then you saw the people who were allies to marginalized groups like Muslims or like right. um, my other minority groups, people of color. So there was good and bad, I guess, that in a, in a time of hardship, you see people's true colors. So it wasn't all negative, but right. it did reveal the negativity that can like society when, th when these things are being pushed. Well, election night, we were actually in the States. We were in New York City okay. for election night. We, we drove through parts of upstate New York, Pennsylvania, uh, you know, sort of Trump country to get to New York City the night before the election. And it was honestly the first time in my life that as an American, I felt scared in America. Really? Yeah. And, and it wasn't just as a visible minority. It was uh, as a woman, as someone who suddenly felt mistrustful of fellow Americans. I'd never experienced that in my entire life, living there. Given his rhetoric, I guess you two get the double whammy because he did say things that were overtly anti-woman. He said things that were overtly anti-Muslim. Um, I guess, how do you manage that? How do you kind of process that when somebody running for that kind of office is using that kind of rhetoric that, that is so bound up in your own personal identity in one way or another? Well, for me, I, you know, people, I think, would look at us and assume that our biggest issue would be either the Muslim issue or the woman issue, um, identity politics in general. Honestly, for me, it's, it's more about the direction of a country that, for better or worse, does lead the world. Um, I mean, we're all here because of something that happened in America. People all over the world are protesting because of something that happened in America. So the way that America goes has a huge effect on human rights everywhere. And it emboldens, you know, negative forces everywhere, not just, it's not a localized issue. And so for me, as someone who immigrated to America, I have, I have the kind of love that only an immigrant can actually have, you know, more than the, you know, the foam finger number one patriotism yeah. that you hear. Immigrants understand what there is at stake when America goes wrong.